Welcome back to another episode of I'm Michael here with my co-host Dante and Matt. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of what Michael said. Happy to be here. Yeah, um, I hope you're ready to hear us talk again. <laughs> yeah, uh, today we have a, a very special guest with us. Uh, Brandon, high school graduate and teammate. Uh, he ended up playing tight end at Michigan and he's uh, getting ready for the NFL draft. Welcome, uh, Lou Schoonmaker. Thank you for, or, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, appreciate you guys for having me. All right. Uh, I just want to start off with the, the most recent event in the, the NFL, the Combine. Before we get into like the the process and experience, I just want you to tell us a little bit, how do how do you get invited to the Combine? Is it like something through your coaches? Do you get like an email, a letter saying you've been invited? How, do, how does that work? Yeah, so we uh, we get an email uh, sent from the, the NFL pretty much, and that comes out after the season. Um, I think we might have even had our bowl game left and a few guys started getting emails uh, from the the NFL. So right around the end of the season, I think, you know, if you're good enough and and you you, uh, stand out in some way, you're going to get the invite and and those get sent out um, January, February. And uh, I was fortunate to get one myself. That's awesome. Good for you. So, yeah. when when training for the combine, how does that uh, differ from just like training for the new season? Yeah, it um, it's definitely training like you're a track athlete almost. Like you kind of put football on the back burner, and now you're down usually somewhere warm training with a group of guys. Uh, the 40-yard dash, the, the different shuttle drills and the, the vert and the broad jump. And, um, you know, you're kind of like a one-man team for the, the next few months and um, trying to eat really well. I was, I was fortunate, fortunate enough to be at a place where I had a, a good meal service going and, and they had the shakes and everything and um, a good recovery and massage section. Um, those people would come and, you know, whenever you really needed it, you could get, you could get a massage, you could get stretched out, but yeah, it's, it's a different focus for, you know, those, those two months of, you really do, um, almost become like a a track athlete and like, you're really training for the, the linear speed and, and, uh, quick burst of speed too. Mm Mm-hmm. Was that something you were expecting going into the training, or was it kind of all new to you? Yeah, no, it it, um, it was what I was expecting. I th- I uh, had talked to a few guys that that have gone through it before, and you know, all across the country is kind of the same. You go to wherever you're gonna go, and uh, somewhat of the same schedule. Um, you we my schedule was. A couple of days we we had like two a day workouts so you come in in the morning and usually that was mondays and thursdays was was linear speed followed by an afternoon workout of like lower body and then uh tuesday wednesday were more agility stuff and upper body lifts then friday was classroom stuff so we'd come in in the morning and and get on the whiteboard and and be talking football uh we had a couple of of coaches come in uh, from current nfl teams and Mm -hmm. go through um 
yeah, different offense and, and defensive talk. And um, we even had a section too where before that we talked about finances and, um, you know, when you do get to that next level and you get that second contract and you have all this money, it's, it's being smart with it. And, and uh, we had like a talk with one of the guys down there every Friday. Um, so it was a good schedule. It was, uh, I got myself in a good routine and was kind of just doing, doing my thing every day. And um, it was a nice, nice couple of months. That's pretty cool. You know, not even or not only training about the, or training for the NFL, but kind of learning some of the ins and outs before you even get drafted. Yeah, yeah, definitely very educational. Yeah. So, how did you choose which place you were going to train and like what program and where? Yeah, so Coach Linta, um, guys that don't know, is me and Michael's uh, high school coach. He found this place I, I think he's been sending guys there for a few years now but um yeah this place down in, in Fort Lauderdale called XPE um is ran by a guy by the name of Tony Villani and another guy Matt Gates and they're kind of like Tony's like the, the godfather of the, the 40 yard dash they usually I think in the past couple of years they've had the fastest guys at the combine and they have yeah, they have the, the second, third, and fourth fastest times in history, I'm pretty sure, are, are guys crazy. that have come out of there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's a me. it's a 40 factory for sure. Like, that's – they know their stuff, and, and they, um, you know, a couple times a week will make it realistic. We'll go out to the turf field, to, like, this high school field. They'll have the lasers set up, and um, we're able, yeah, just to, to keep on – testing our times and uh but yeah i mean the, the, the different machines that they had too was just pretty crazy um but yeah it was it was an awesome place and and uh i'm glad i chose that place it was between them and another place in fort myers i believe was the other place but i went with that place um they, they, they had a couple of quarterbacks down there and it, it was more the skill players that were going mm -hmm. to that place there were a lot more linemen um going to the other one so i went with that one and was very, pretty happy that i did yeah it makes sense yeah so now we kind of talked about the the pre-combine schedule and everything so what was the, the combine like talk about your experiences doing like going there you know <clears throat> getting all set up and then actually doing the combine yeah no it's everything that you kind of hear what it is like it's crazy i mean the the schedule is different every day um and we actually i found out we got there a day earlier than when they usually come so they had us a day extra which i guess has its ups and downs like they, they're able to spread the schedule out so everything is not so bunched up together but um got in there on a tuesday and right away um, you kind of roll into interviews with teams. So I had what they call formal and informal interviews. Um, formal ones are you go over to the stadium and each team is set up in a suite around the stadium. 
and depending they they schedule ahead of time uh their meeting with you so i i had a formal with like the packers the first night Mm. so i met with them and then i this the second day i had the cowboys the browns the bills the jaguars um yeah i think i said them all but yeah so you go in there and it's for the most part everybody from the owner all the way down to your position coach so it's the head coach it's the general manager uh, the owner I, I i met jerry jones which was wow. pretty wild yeah. yeah um wow yeah so you go in there and it's definitely nerve-wracking at first because you go in there everybody's sitting there you recognize some faces from tv or just yeah something like that but uh they sit you down and and really i would watch some of my film from the season with their tight end coach and i'd have to explain what my job is here what the play is sometimes what the defensive looks are like and um things like that and then they'll ask you a little bit of background uh and then yeah you, everybody gets 15 minutes so there's a 15 minute clock that that starts and teams can kind of do what they wish with you and then uh so that's the the formal interviews and then the informal was set up downstairs so you went upstairs to do the formal ones then in the downstairs section was just a big room of tables with different teams sitting at them they could come up to you and grab you and sit you down have a talk um i was surprised because they're usually in the the informals there's more like just your regular scouts for for teams but they actually had like position coach like i talked to tight end coaches in in some of the informal interviews and um that was that was pretty cool but um yeah so that was the interview side of things and then the rest of the week uh then then we came to the medical part and for this some guys would be in um we go over to the the hospital across the street uh and if you had any kind of injury um you'd basically be getting an x-ray or x-ray or mri on it so i had hurt both of my shoulders in the season so i had reports for that and then i don't know if you remember mike but i broke my wrist in in high school at him mm. Hall. yeah had to say something about that so they schedule an x-ray for me even though it's you know perfectly fine now but I, some guys were, I mean, you get stuck in there for eight to 10 hours of, of sitting there waiting. Wow. Yeah. Cause it, it just fills up and, and, you know, MRIs and oh, yeah, especially MRIs aren't the fastest thing. Yeah. They, yeah. they take a while. So, um, and I saw someone, they tore their ACL during the combine. They did. Yeah. There was, I think it was a lineman. Um, oh man. And so, yeah. Someone else pulled their hammy. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of controversy over at least Lyman doing the 40. Because, uh, mm. I mean, when are, they, when are they running 40 yards at, a, at their fastest that is That is true. <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, so, so we have that. That's kind of towards the, the end of the week. And then, um, yeah, my workout day was Saturday. And uh, it does feel a lot like a game day. 
because I, I was later on. I, we didn't start till I think six or something. So, um, yeah, you kind of just went over to the stadium. You took some pictures, um, and then yeah, you you got right into it. But um, so, with with your time being so late, were there like the nerves like adding like? Were you more nervous because you had to wait for a longer time? Like, do you think it would have been less? It would have been easier to get it done like earlier in the morning. Yeah, I feel like that could have been the case. Uh, but I think either way, I, walking up to that that forty yard dash line is like one of the craziest moments, just because you imagine. you know you watch it every year, and then you're like <laughs> in that spot, and it's yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a bit nerve wracking, but um. Yeah, we were supposed to go a lot earlier than we did, but they they split the receiver group up into two groups. So we went over there when the first group was still going, thinking like, okay, we're going to be up next. But they had a whole other receiver group. So we were sitting in the stadium and just kind of waiting our turns. And then we, we eventually got brought onto the field and, and watched that receiver group before us. But... Yeah, we, we kind of had a little bit of the weight game before, and it was all right, but uh, yeah. Um, For, like, the interviews, I know you talked about it earlier, but were, were yeah. there, like, when you did combine training, was there training for the interviews? Did you, like, mock interviews or anything, or did you just kind of just go into it and, like, I don't know yeah. what it was? Um, yeah, there were, there were uh, times when, kind of like I was saying earlier, th- those Fridays of... Um, when I was training down there, we would practice questions that that coaches could ask um, in in interviews. So we we would kind of run through those, and then uh, I would write some down, write some answers down myself, and just kind of rehearse them. And um, actually, going to I went to the the East West Shrine Bowl, like one of the the Senior Bowls, and they do a lot of the interview stuff there. So it's kind of nice because. If you are a senior or a fifth year and, and you go to one of those games, you get a lot of those interviews out of the way. So if you're a junior or someone that, that came out early to declare, you, you have like your nights are a lot a lot later at the mm-hmm. at the combine. Gotcha. Because of yeah, not having that done. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know I don't know if you answered this but or said this, but were you are you like happy with how you performed at the combine? I, yeah, I I was pretty happy. I, you know, I was I was wanting to run a little bit faster than I did, but um, all of the teams do their own times too, and I and I got a lot of um, messages and stuff that they had me at, at faster times. So I I was happy with that, um, and then the rest of it, yeah, the rest of it, I was I was happy with. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, now I just want to talk about you a little, a little bit about your time at Michigan. But uh, what was that recruitment recruitment process like? Like I know Michigan is Michigan. So besides that part, like what else drew you to to choose that school over other schools? Yeah, I think um, I honestly think yeah. You know, of course it's it's Michigan. It's the best academically and and athletically. Um, but when I when I met Coach Harbaugh and, and just sat down with him on my official visit and, and talked with him and um, the rest of his staff, it just it just felt right. And 
I love the people and um it's just only gotten better there you know through my through my career there uh I've gone through three different tight end coaches and um plenty of of different uh offensive and defensive coaches that came through but I feel like it just only got better there especially the the last couple of years but it just yeah everything felt right um I I loved Ann Arbor and and yeah it it just felt like it was a a good place for me yeah I remember he he came to one of our basketball games and I was surprised like the head coach of Michigan came to like watch you play basketball so I feel like that's just special in its own it is it is yeah yeah so what what other schools were recruiting you i know i think like tulane and bc were some of them what were some other ones yeah um indiana um pitt i i did visits out there to those and then um a few other big 10 schools iowa um i forget who else there but um i had i had a this is kind of a funny story. I had a UCLA come out to, to Hamden Hall and work me out at 9 a.m. one day. I remember <laughs> Linda grabbed me from school and, and pulled me over to the field. And uh, I, I did some things in front of this coach, and then I, I got the offer after that. But um, That's pretty cool, though. On a, a yeah. random school day, you just yeah, go work for, out for a team again. <laughs> yeah. 9 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, it was kind of – yeah, it was – the nice thing, I guess, about having Coach Lenta and just his his networking and connections that he has, like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. we're pretty pretty fortunate to have that. But yeah, a lot of the a lot of the, the local schools, to like UConn and Syracuse, uh, UMass, and no no SECs really. But uh, yeah. Okay, and what was it like going from like a small school like Kendall Hall and then like going to Michigan, where it's just thousands and thousands of people there yeah you see everybody as someone new every day like um it was yeah it was definitely a, a big change and going out there for my first summer um and my family coming out and moving me in and everything it was like sleeping on my own and what it felt like a like a city and it, it just it felt really weird at first like i was mm. uh i'm coming back home with you guys right but no i'm you know <laughs> out here out here to stay uh yeah you know i got i got adjusted to it um i was lucky enough to you know make a lot of my good friends that that first year that you know ended up being our group and and uh it was um yeah it was a good transition and had a lot of great older tight ends in the room too that just made me feel a lot more comfortable pretty pretty quick on and uh yeah, yeah, it was uh, pretty wild at first, though, from, from that, that change. What were, like, uh, practices like? Did you have really early, or was it kind of, like, later, and was it every day, or? Yeah, we were, we were a later team. So, yeah, I mean, some teams will do it in the morning, and then, uh, you know, you take classes later in the day, but we were classes in the morning, and then we'd go over to practice, um, Season practices were, we started at like three, three or four and be done by five, 30, six. So we'd 
you know, you'd have classes. I, I usually got got out of class around twelve, and then you'd head over and have lunch, and then we had we'd have meetings and and then practice, and that was that was uh, every week during the season. Fall camp was fall camp was was uh, actually got a lot better as as my time went on. I remember being a freshman, and they just added so many rules too. To... Yeah, but didn't they take away the two days in college? Yep, yep, they took those away. I think right before my freshman year, uh, because I, I mean I do remember. My my freshman year was definitely the hard. That camp was the hardest because just of the hours that we were allowed. So we you know we would come in, we'd start meetings at seven a.m. and and sometimes wouldn't get out until nine or ten p.m. I mean you were there. That's a long day. That's crazy. It's like, camp camp is yeah is uh, yeah. <laughs> it's different, but uh, yeah you know as they modified the rules and everything and, and Coach Harwell definitely. Um, I honestly think with you know if if you win if if you're successful he will uh, back off a little bit and and give us more free time or, or things like that so mm. it uh it pays off but yeah it um it's definitely yeah fall camp is no joke. What was that first like conditioning and lifting session like coming into Michigan? It was uh is definitely a rude awakening i mean we the, the freshmen had to come in we were the 6 a.m group every day during the summer so followed by classes we we had to take summer classes so we'd have to be up early and and luckily someone had a car so we'd all pile in there and and we were we were kind of around north campus so we had to drive down um and and get there to the facility pretty early but um no, I I think we we have the best strength and conditioning staff in the country, and and uh, the head guy, Coach Herb, he I don't know if you guys know, but um, you ever hear of Jocko Willink, the the Navy SEAL? He uh, I don't think I've heard of him. He's the, he's yeah he's the, he's one of the more famous guys. He um has a few videos that like have gone viral and stuff, but he reminds me, coach Herbert reminds me a lot like Kim, just with his attention to detail and, and discipline and everything. And, and I've always been about that, but um, yeah, we it just had a lot of good times too. Like they made it really fun. And, and of course, you know, we got down to work when we had to work, but they made it fun too. And, and we competed a lot and, uh, it was awesome to, to come into that freshman year and like get a feel for, okay, you're, I mean, I'm part of a such a bigger team, uh, than, than what I was at. And, um, yeah, it was a really fun time. Good to hear. Yeah. So I know coming in, you kind of started like off on special teams and you gradually worked your way up to a starting role. So what was that process like? Did you ever get like discouraged during your time or was it like, you know, I'm just going to work hard and when my time comes, I'm going to make the most of it? Yeah, it was hard at first, like coming in freshman year and, and we were plenty deep at, at the, in the tight end group and, and, uh, you know, I just had, to, I had to, to wait my turn. Yeah. But it, it was an opportunity for, 
me to to make my mark on special teams as much as I could. And I was fortunate enough my sophomore year, um, our starter was banged up a bit, so I had to come in and uh, you know got myself in the rotation a little bit. So was able to have some playing time early on, and then that just you know continued to to raise my confidence and um as my junior and senior years came on it just yeah it just made me feel like I, i'm really confident and 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 like i can step up and you know become those the, like a the guy pretty much and and uh yeah you know i wouldn't i wouldn't take back any of it really because i think i my experience that i had with the older guys in our room was was just awesome like I learned so much from them and certainly have made me the player part of the player that I am today so yeah I mean and, and they I didn't understand the the importance of special teams until I really got to Michigan like and it's even bigger in the NFL like guys you know you're you're either that can kind of make or break whether you're on the team is whether you can play a special team or or not because they're you know if it comes head to head between you and someone else in your position it it will come down to okay what what can you do on special teams and and that will keep you on a team pretty much so that was always a, a huge stress at, at Michigan and um, I'm grateful that we took special teams really serious because a lot of the teams that we played or, or prepared against just it was kind of a, a joke compared to what we were doing and, and mm -hmm. how serious we took it. So I, I was grateful for that too. Yeah, I know. Just even watching football, sometimes special teams can make or break a game. So oh, special yeah. teams yeah. are just a very Absolutely. big part of the game. Absolutely. You know, you said that you uh, went in sophomore year that you were like put into the rotation. Like, were you nervous at all? Is there like oh, a – what? What is there like? What do you do to like calm your nerves, especially like in a game, like even like an away game, and like the crowd is just like roaring. Like, what do you do to calm yeah, your nerves? Well, I'll tell you, I uh, I had a bad experience with that when I when I had my chance my sophomore year. But that well, um, my first I guess real time was was the Penn State whiteout in two thousand nineteen. Oh man, that's gotta be brutal. <laughs> oh no. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> You know, you can't hear from three feet away from you, and and uh, wait, is I that mean, like the video that they use like all the time that goes around social media yeah. when he's playing Michigan? Oh, is that? Yeah, I, I was in, I was in the second play. I was in oh. the play after that. So and after we, they called the timeout, you you went on the yeah on that play. Yeah, wow. yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was wild. I mean, that's that's probably been my my favorite um, away place to play at, but uh. Yeah, honestly, for me, it and I think um, you know I, I had a couple of false starts that game. I think honestly, and uh, but it, it built it built confidence in me. Like, okay, that's probably the the peak of you know how crazy it's gonna get. So, um, that's true. yeah, it uh, it allowed me to you know realize like, okay, this is yep, this is how the atmospheres are and and how away games are gonna be, but. Um, as I started to play more and I, I honestly just, I think for me, it's you, that, that first hit, like I, I love just being able to 
hit somebody on the on the first play or something and it, it honestly just like sends a shock through you and all your nerves just go away and then you just play the rest of the game and that's that's kind of what does it for me nice so what was that yeah. that first touchdown catch like i know i think it was against illinois i'm not sure if illinois, that was your yeah. first or second catch of the game but how what yeah. was that like yeah that was crazy um Again, yeah, that that was uh, our our starter was down, so, um, yeah, I had to come in and, and play a big role, and uh, was I, yeah, I was lucky enough to the the play that was called, I could have been either the the Y or the H tight end, and um, <laughs> the the older tight end let me because we we kind of had a, an idea that okay we're we're probably gonna score on this play like they mm -hmm. they're gonna they're gonna bite on the play action and i'm gonna get myself open and so he let me take the corner route and he he had the flat route underneath and uh i just worked a move on my guy and and got myself open and, and uh yeah it was it was surreal like i couldn't i couldn't even believe like what was happening i ran into the end zone and um yeah it was so crazy but uh I'll never forget that one. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. So do you have yeah. anything from that moment, like like a memorabilia or anything? It's like memorize it or was it kind of just like in college you don't really get stuff like that? No, you do. Um, I don't think I got anything from that game. Um, but we would, yeah, we do game balls every week uh, depending on, you know, we, we do like players of the week or like, we do something called like a hard hat of the week, which is like the hardest hit of the game or um, things like that. But uh, no, I didn't, I don't think they, they gave me anything from that game. I don't even know. I don't think I have a glove or anything from that, but um, yeah. So I know we were talking about the Penn State wideout and how crazy that game was, but how was it playing in the uh, probably arguably one of the biggest, if not the biggest rivalry in college football, the Ohio State Michigan game? That was the it was the best day of my life. The, the <laughs> twenty twenty one game was hands down, hands down the best game of my life or day of my life. Uh, you know, it was snowing that day, so it just made the the game and the in the the feel for it like that much more cooler and. Uh, yeah, we, you know, at Michigan, um, since, honestly, since Coach Harbaugh's been there, it's it's just been all about Ohio State, and, and we hadn't beat them in, I think it was 11 years since since that 2021 game, and mm -hmm. um, the way that we prepared for that game that year, because we were coming off of 2020, which was, I mean, one of the worst seasons I think Michigan has, has ever had. Now, granted, it was COVID year, so it was a mess to begin with, but um, we had guys opting out. We had guys that just didn't want to be there. They weren't trying, and we went two and four that season and, and had that Ohio State game canceled. Um, mm -hmm. So that, that ended our season, and you know, the leaders of the team and, and the whole team as itself just kind of came together in the off season and we we had to have a culture change because that we, we couldn't go back to that and and have guys that were gonna be so about themselves and not the team and we honestly just 
made that our mindset and and really became such a family with each other and um it started that off season with the work that we would put in um and then every every screen in the building whether it was we have this this big screen in the, in the weight room or the TVs walking in or the you know the TVs in the the calf area like it said um what are you doing to beat Ohio State today mm-hmm. and uh yeah we we made that such an emphasis and and we would come into special teams meetings and the special teams coach would would be like you guys have to come into every meeting like it is the Monday of Ohio State week and and to have that focus and that feel about you that that you're going to take everything that serious and and the focus has to be that high and that's how it was i mean that that whole summer that whole camp like we had that in the back of our minds like we you know of course we had to go one and oh every week and and mm-hmm. beat everybody leading up to that but when that week came around and you could just feel it like i mean it was almost like you know i, I could feel that we were going to win that game and we went into it and, and um you know i think they had a couple of guys sick or whatever you know made up some excuse but uh yeah. it was it was yeah it was unbelievable and, and to have everybody storm the field after and um i was lucky enough to have a lot of my family there so they came down and oh man it was it was definitely that was like a great emotional. moment that was yeah, oh, great. Yeah. yeah and I, I think everyone pretty much in the country could see that culture change you guys beat ohio state pretty handily last two years mm-hmm. back-to-back big 10 championships and college football right. appearances so i think that that was very uh evident in the way yeah. you guys finished these last two years yeah, absolutely, and it, it started with Coach Harbaugh because, I, you know, it starts with the top down, and and he just put great coaches and and staff around us, and um, didn't put up with anything else really, and, and we bought into that as players, and, and the coaches bought into it, and everybody was on board, and and that's that is what resulted in in the success that we had. Mm-hmm. And what was it like winning? back-to-back Big Ten championships and going to college football, the college football playoffs two years in a row. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, I think, you know, I think the first year was more of like a um, – just kind of felt like you were in the, the spotlight. Like we just won the Big Ten championship. It, it kind of felt like um, because we hadn't done that in so long and, and we were coming off of – the Ohio State win and then winning that sh- that championship game. Um, I think going into that playoff game, we, we were still a bit starstruck from everything. And, um, you know, of course, that, that Georgia team was, was really good. But uh, mm-hmm. that was um, – yeah, that was that was a tough game to, to uh, have to come back from. But I think that set us up for this past year, just like knowing that we can – get to that point and and even try and go even further than that and we did that exact thing and uh got to the playoff game and um just had some self-inflicted wounds with with that game and 
I I got hurt early, so it was it was frustrating not being able to really have any any effect on on uh, giving our giving us a a chance. But um, yeah, you know that these past two years, like it it really is just uh, the the team the the team uh, love and and support and and just unselfishness like was it's it's crazy right now like the, it's so great to come into that building and i come in now you know training for pro day and i see these freshmen coming in and, and they are excited to to be there and uh just really love being around everybody and, and are excited to to be there every day and, and put in their time and stuff so it's it's been great to be a part of of something that you know i start in 2018 and and we were good like there's no doubt we um had some great teams 18 19 and then you know we have the dip in 20 but then to reach the heights that we did the past two years it's, it's like i'm so fortunate to be able to almost go through every kind of season and, and team that you could have and and end up with something that's been so positive Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of athletes from Connecticut don't really go to the big stage or get recognized as much. But fortunate enough, you were one of them. So, what does it feel like having that support? Like after you score a touchdown, make a catch. You know, me myself, I'm getting excited to watch you play on TV. <laughs> but have everyone like yeah. put it on Instagram, Snapchat. Like, what does that support? How does that make you feel? Uh, it, it makes me feel like. Just yeah, so so supported and and um, and honestly, just it gives me a boost every week. You know, it it uh, energizes me and and makes me feel happy that you know I I can have people from back home that just really enjoy um, their Saturdays. You know, my family, my my aunts and uncles would always tell me like you <laughs> you make our Saturdays like so so much fun and and give us something to do and. I'm just so fortunate, like to be able to be someone that can, you know, if if you're you had a bad week, you can look forward to the game and and watching us play and and stuff like that. But yeah, just having all of that support, be it you know high school teammates or, or friends of of that nature, or family, and um, just to have that support system is is huge. So yeah, um... yeah. So I know recently, well, it could have been more than recently, but I've I started to notice that you're you're a pretty religious guy. Um, so how does that kind of play a part into to the whole football uh, process? Yeah, I you know I think um, as far as football goes, it, it's uh, a great a great outlet to have, um, and and something that I know that I can always fall back on, whether it be at my highest point or at my lowest that, that I have my faith and I have God and, and, um, you know, something in my family too, that I, I come from a, a pretty religious family and, um, it, it's nice, you know, just something that I can fall back on and, and, uh, you know, be able to go to bed at night or, or wake up in the morning and, and meditate and pray. And, um, it really does allow me to, no matter how football is going, be able to fall back on that and, and have um, my faith that, that 
really has has gotten me to this point um and and my trust in god and um it's it's certain me certainly carried me through my lowest points and, and my highest points and and i'm here now for for that reason yeah i'd love to hear it That's cool. yeah um i just have a, a few more questions um yeah of course mike so starting football a lot of kids dreams are to you know go d1 go to the nfl so what was it like you know having your your name in those conversations about being drafted to the nfl for the first time yeah it was uh it was always a dream of mine to play professional sports i i uh you know my dad was a basketball player so i thought i'd follow in his footsteps with basketball and then i thought it was going to be baseball I, I loved baseball for a time and then you know it ended up being football and and i think um you know i i love football the most because it just i think is it has such a, a great team aspect to it but the amount of things that, that the team goes through and how tough the sport is and, and how gritty it is. Um, I think there's no, there's no uh, brotherhood or, or any kind of sport that, that is like uh, a football team. And, you know, with my brother Jack being a Marine, I think the, the military lifestyle uh, has been something that I've studied a lot and like is honestly pretty similar to a football team in that, it's a brotherhood, and at the end of the day, you guys are trying to win the battle, and we're, you know, in the same way, we're trying to win the game, and everybody just kind of comes together, and you have your brothers back, and um, that's what mm -hmm. that's what football has has been for me. But yeah, it's it's surreal just to be where I am now. You know, I I go to the combine the other weekend and. Some other guys were saying it too. Like it, it doesn't even feel real. Like we're here, and uh, just always dreaming of of playing um, on, on the biggest stage uh, has. It's always been a dream of mine, and and to be able to be here now is yeah, just it's such a blessing. Hmm. I'm I'm gonna have to definitely agree with you that, on that. Even though I didn't play any sports at the the college level but playing sports throughout you know high school and like youth yeah. being a part of a football team is like it's like no other and i think that's what drew it me is. to having football being my my favorite sport absolutely it's yeah it's true and uh so one last question i know your your younger brother is playing high school football um and your your sister's also an athlete so what is it kind of like being that bigger brother that role model that kind of mentor figure in their lives yeah, it's the it's the biggest blessing to me, honestly, uh, to be the the oldest sibling and, and someone that they can rely on for, first of all, anything. But yeah, that they play sports now and, and they're playing at the high school level and, and Mark's being recruited by all these schools and, and Lily too. Like, I'm so glad that I can, you know, be there to, to talk with them about recruiting or if they're stressed like with it all like you know it it is a process and and um it's a lot of work but being able to to be there for them and, and to comfort them and um you know we always yeah I, I hop on facetime with them like almost every day just check in and like i'm i'm so grateful that we have that kind of a relationship and and uh 
they feel like you know they can they can come to me for anything but um yeah it's just real nice uh that i've gone through everything that i have and 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 that's something that they can look up to and almost bring a sense of confidence to themselves like yeah i if luke can do that I, i can do that and and just continue to to work so hard and um achieve their own goals and um just to, you know me to be there for them with with anything that they need awesome big family man you know you love to see that <laughs> yes sir family first uh well thank yeah. you for coming on i uh, did yeah awesome. thank you guys so much i know i'm, I'm glad i could you guys got a good thing going here nice you. you know i'm definitely looking oh go ahead don't nah, when you get drafted you'll be my favorite player <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to you know following you through your career or process. I know I wasn't really a big fan of Michigan, but once you're on Michigan, I was checking the box score every Saturday. I was trying uh, on the games uh-huh. when I can. So I'm really looking forward to to seeing where your journey takes you. Yeah, thank you, Mark. I, I appreciate it. And I know it's <laughs> anything anything can happen, you know, with the draft. So it's uh, an exciting process, but I'll be fortunate to. Wherever, wherever I go. Yeah, man. Yeah, you'll be uh, number one tight end soon. I know that. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. That's the goal. All right, Dante, Matt, you guys have. Any uh, other... I mean, good luck with your future. I'm. Uh, you're gonna get up there, man, for sure. I appreciate it. Yeah, I just. I mean, Thank I don't you. really. I don't know you that well, but uh, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that big time. It, it means a lot. All right, once again, Luke, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, It's a great episode. Um, This episode is probably going to come out next Monday, so just look forward to that. And uh, we'll we'll see you guys next episode. Adios. Peace. Peace. Thanks, boys.